0: And thank you all for being here on this Christmas Eve. So excited it's finally here. We've been waiting for it all year long. And here we are, the day before Christmas. And we're so glad that you have chosen to spend a part of your holiday season with us. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, This past Sunday, we talked about the gifts that Jesus offers to each one of us. The gifts of Jesus. There's the gift of salvation. That's the big one. And quite frankly, that's the most important one, the gift of salvation that Jesus entered into this world to give us that gift, to give us forgiveness of sins, to do something for us that we could not do for ourselves. And when we put our trust in Jesus, we receive that gift of salvation, the gift of eternal life, the gift of forgiveness of sins. Jesus also gives us the gift of His peace we go before the Lord and we pray, for whatever it is that's on our hearts that's troubling us, and we pray and we lift that up to the Lord. And sometimes Jesus answers our prayers exactly the way that we want him to, and sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes God changes our circumstances just the way we want him to, and sometimes he doesn't. But regardless, regardless, we can experience the peace of Jesus when we present him our requests, when we give him our prayer requests. There's the presence of Jesus as well. It's another gift that we receive from Jesus, the gift of his presence in our lives, and that's the gift that we're going to focus on today. I've um, been thinking about things, you know, here we are, it's ten and a half years, a church together, and that's a, a pretty long stretch, and I've been thinking about just um, what we've been focusing on and all the different things we've talked about over the years, and I realized that I've spent a, a good bit of time talking about on um, that first gift of Jesus that I mentioned, the gift of salvation. We really spent a lot of time talking about that gift Because that's the most important one. And you can receive those other gifts of Jesus, but the most important gift is the gift of salvation, that gift of eternal life. It's like, that's that's the one. If you're only going to receive one gift from Jesus, that's the one to receive. I've also spent a good bit of time talking about this gift that we sometimes call the way of Jesus, or like the approach to life that Jesus gives us. Jesus gives us these boundaries to live within. He tells us, basically, he tells us how to live. That's the way of Jesus. He tells us how to live. And that's a precious gift. And I do spend a good bit of time talking about that gift because that's just so practical. I mean, Jesus tells us what we should prioritize in life, what we should pursue, what we should seek after, what we need to avoid, what we need to stay completely away from, how we are to treat one another, how we are to respond in difficult situations, how we are to love one another, how we are to walk the extra mile, how we are to love God. All these things are just so practical that we spend a lot of time focusing on that gift of Jesus, the gift of his way. More recently, over the past three years or so, we've talked a good bit about that peace of Jesus. With so much turmoil in our country and around the world and everything that we went through in the pandemic, we've talked a lot about that gift of peace, the peace of Jesus. But I feel like over the years, maybe I've neglected to talk about just how important it is to have Jesus present in our lives, the presence of of Jesus, of God in the flesh. He came down to be with us, and He's still present with us, the presence of Jesus in our lives. It's such a practical gift, and it can be overlooked. I'm going to take a moment think about the best Christmas gifts you've ever received, the most precious Christmas gifts that you've ever received. What about you, kids? Has there been some things right, that you've received over the years, a toy you were really looking forward to and you're really hoping you would get, Maybe a game system that you got one year, right? Maybe a bike. Like, think about the best gifts you ever received for Christmas. Maybe a phone. Ooh, got a phone. That's a big deal, right? Think about those gifts that you received as a kid, all right? Let me tell you something, kids. When you grow up and you look back on your Christmas memories, you won't remember a lot of those gifts that you received. In fact, you won't remember most of the gifts that you received, right? Right? Back when I was a kid, every Christmas morning, my grandparents would come over, and they'd have these huge, like these, the big trash bags, the contractor bags, these huge trash bags just filled with toys. I don't remember anything they gave me. Not a one. But you know what I do remember? I remember them being there. I remember their presence with a N-C-E, the presence, them being with us. And kids, when you grow up, now listen, you're going to love your gifts that you get around the tree, that's great. But when you grow up and you look back on those Christmas memories, that's what you will remember. The people you were with, the stories that you shared, the memories that you built together, the inside jokes that you shared, the things that you want to talk about in church because they're kind of inappropriate. But all those things, being with one another, those are the things that you'll remember it's that gift, the gift of presence. Take a look at this passage that that Joyce read for us. Let's give Joyce a round of applause. Thank you so much, (laughs) Shrek. Joyce is my mother-in-law, and I'm hoping this counts as a Christmas gift. So there we go. But thank you for that. (laughs) But you take a look at this passage, and we look at at what Matthew tells us about Jesus and, and how he was born and before he was born. And we have this verse here. Verse 21, which just tells us right from the beginning what Jesus is all about, that she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's the mission. He comes into this world to save people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. And then Matthew quotes from the prophet Isaiah here. He says, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The God that is present with us. How precious is that name, Emmanuel, the God that is with us. He comes to save his people from their sins, but he is the God that is with us. How often in scripture does God himself or God the Son say to us that he will be with us, he will not leave us, he will not forsake us? You know, Jesus spends his ministry, he spends all this time with his disciples. He goes through the pain, the agony, the suffering, the loneliness of the crucifixion. He receives his resurrection, he is reborn, he comes back to life, this miracle of Easter that we celebrate. He spends more time with his disciples, but before he ascends into heaven, he says to them, in Matthew 28:20, 20, says, "And surely, I am with you always. I am with you." He does not tell his disciples, guess what, from here on you guys are going to be famous because you're my disciples and you're at the ground floor here of Christianity, so good for you. We don't even call it Christianity yet, but guess what, you're you're there, guys, right? You're going to have a fantastic life, and one day people are going to talk about you every week in church services, like, it's going to be great. He doesn't tell them that because that's not what they experienced. They were persecuted, They they, they thought they were liars, and most... Of the original followers of Jesus were put to death, so he doesn't say everything's going to work out just great from here on out. No, he says, no, I, I will be, I will be with you, in all of it—the struggling, the suffering, the persecution, the times of joy and the times of sadness. I will be with you. The gift of the presence of Jesus. Don't underestimate the gift of presence. Being with Jesus, allowing Jesus to be part of our lives, allowing Jesus into our homes, allowing Jesus into our experience, but also being present with one another. In fact, we Christians have a term for that because we create terms for everything, but like the ministry of presence, being with one another, how precious that can be. Just last month, in fact, less than a month ago, uh, we sold um, the home I grew up in, my childhood home, and uh, you spend enough time in, in any house and there are these little things that you just get accustomed to, things that are broken. But you just, it's like, it's just how it is in this house, right? And so growing up, our um, storm door, it always squeaked. It always squeaked, right? And that's such a simple problem to fix, isn't it? A little WD-40 will get it done, right? But it just became part of the, the soundtrack of our lives. You just hear that door squeak, right? So I bet, spent this time, you know, last month and over the course of this past year, cleaning out the house, getting it right to sell. And just hear that door squeak, that door squeak, and that squeak, oh, man. It just triggered this memory of when I was a kid to hear that squeaking sound. Specifically, I remember when my dad would leave the house for work, and we'd just hear that squeak, right? My dad, um, over the summers, you know, of course, I was home from school, and he worked like a a second shift kind of thing, and so he'd leave for work after lunchtime. So that was great as a kid to be up in the morning, and you spent time with dad, right? And we had um, a pool in our backyard, an above ground a pool, a four-foot pool, and had a beautiful view from the pool of right into the back of Sir Speedy's parking lot. It was a really, it was a very Delco setup. It was nice, right? And so we loved it as kids, right? And so dad would go out, and we'd be playing in the pool, and then at a certain point, we'd come in and get lunch, and then at a certain point, dad would disappear, and I'd start to feel that sadness because I knew what was happening. He was getting ready for work. So he'd come out of his room ready for work. And you remember what it is to be a kid, right? Oh, daddy, don't go, don't go, don't go. One more hug. Can't you stay a little bit longer, right? You kids know what that's like? To just want to be with your mom, to be with your dad, to be with the people you love. And I didn't want him to leave, right? It's not because he was giving me gifts and all this and keeping me entertained. No, you just want to be with. You just want to be with your father. And then to hear that door squeak, squeak, as he made his way out, just the sadness, oh, He's not present. He's not here. The gift of presence. What I want to encourage you to do, first off, is recognize what a valuable gift that is just to be with the people you love, just to be with one another. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is to be present with one another, recognize it's a valuable gift. And make the time to be present with one another. I mean, here we are, we're in post-pandemic life, and we went through all this time where we were forced to be separate. Guess what? That's over. Be present with one another. Recognize it's a valuable gift, and be present with one another. But the third thing I want to encourage you to do is invite Jesus to be present with you in your life. Let me tell you something about Jesus. Jesus, you ready for this? Jesus is not a concept. Jesus is not an idea. Jesus is a person. And he wants to be with you. He wants to be present with you in your life, in your trials, in your pain, in your joy. He wants to be with you. And so this Christmas, I want to encourage you to make this a priority, to invite Jesus into your life and to receive the gift of his presence. Now, let's be frank about this. Yeah. It can be very difficult trying to be present or experience the presence of Jesus because Jesus, you know, nowadays, he doesn't have a physical form, right? It's not like you can reach out and touch him. It doesn't work that way. But we need to prioritize spending that time with Jesus, Jesus himself, all throughout his ministry, spent time with Father God. He would go off by himself. He withdrew to lonely places to be with his Father. So I don't know, maybe some of you are big on New Year's resolutions. Maybe you're not. I don't know how you feel about all this stuff. But this could be your year as we move into 2023 where you prioritize being present with Jesus. Do all those things you know Christians are supposed to do? Show up in church services? You know, read your Bible, say your prayers. And I know this is like such, such like cliched things that pastors encourage people to do. But all these things are how we spend time with Jesus and take that time to withdraw from the crowds, to withdraw from the busyness of life, and be before Jesus in prayer. Let's receive the gift of the presence of Jesus this Christmas. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for being with us. We thank you for emptying yourself of your royal standing in heaven to be born among us, to be born as one of us. But even now, we thank you for your promise that you would always be with us, that you would never leave us, that you will never forsake us. And Jesus, you know what it is to experience this life. You know what it is to suffer. You know what it is to be ridiculed. You know what it is to be hurt. You know what it is that we go through the challenges, the obstacles. So Jesus, I want to thank you personally. I want to thank you for being with me over the course of this past year, over the course of these many years. I want to thank you for being with me through the joys and the trials of life. And on behalf of us all, Jesus, I want to thank you for being with us as we go through those trials and the joys of life. Jesus, as we gather with friends and family this evening and and tomorrow and throughout the holiday season, I pray that you would make us aware of your presence with us. Jesus, you promised that when just a few of us are gathered together in your name, that you would be with us. Jesus, you are here with us. Thank you for your presence. In your name we pray. Amen.